bum. Yeah. And then I lay the the intro music over. Sick. Right now it's going. All right. Hey, another episode of Fourth Stringers. Today I'm here with Raging Al. Hey. What's up, Al? Yo, what's up, dude? Yo, it's good to see you again. Crazy times. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me out here. It looks crazy. Like, I drove past, like, no less than eight castles on the way here. <laughs> this area is it's it's beautiful, man. It's crazy. I, I used to, I used to, like, just drive around. Uh, especially when I was showing houses, I'd drive mm-hmm. around this area, and it's just always... Is this like, you didn't grow up out here or anything? Where'd you I grow up I grew up, up in at? Wantua. Uh-huh. I, I was born in Valley Stream, mm-hmm. um, and then I moved to Wantua when I was going into seventh grade. Oh, okay. And then went high school, college, lived in Wantua, moved to Seaford, was there for a couple of You were of in years. college at Wanta too? Like, you, you never left over there? Yeah, I stayed. Oh, stayed, wow, that's crazy. Oh, so you're like you're like a real, like, hometown hero, I'd say, then. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I've always, yeah. I travel, you know, I travel a little bit, but mm-hmm. pretty much whenever whenever I travel, I'd always end up back here, you know? That's awesome, I'd go dude. go somewhere for a little bit, but I always, the summers on Long Island are my favorite. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. On the beach, uh, love being, being by the ocean, so. I'm always coming back to Long Island. I'm like new, like I moved out here maybe five years ago because like uh, I grew up in Queens. So th- it's so funny. There's like, um, there was like a stigma like from being from the city, like all oh, Long Islanders and all that shit. Like, but then I came out here and I'm like, I don't know. It's really fucking nice out here. Yeah. Awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, it definitely gets that, uh, that, that stigma, like you said. I guess maybe the accents or something are similar. Oh, to, dude, uh, but like, the accents are the best fucking part. Right? I love it. I, I love it. It's so like New York and like, I, I mean, some of the funniest people I've met have been within the past five years just chilling out here. Definitely. And like some of the hardest workers too. That's the thing. It breeds hard work. Yeah. Long Island's expensive. Yeah. To live here, you uh-huh. got to work hard. You're hustling. You're mm-hmm on the platform on yeah. the train these guys are there for either that or old money you either got you, right. you're either hustling yeah. or you got old money because like um uh have you been uh frivola's house steamroller i haven't oh no i have you I'm have huntington dude yeah, yeah, he hits like generations that yeah, house yeah, yeah, has yeah. been in the family That's, or whatever yeah. and like uh uh, he he tells me stories about what it used to be like back in the day. It was like a hotel for fishermen. Yeah, yeah. And like they would like stay there. I don't know. That's really? fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like um. I do know that it was it was in his family for a while. It's uh-huh. right on the water right there. Yeah, yeah. From they they the converted festival. it. Fred Fest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You saw Marab fucking I, going crazy at yeah, <laughs> in yeah, the so tent. Good. So good. <laughs> like people don't understand. Like we're a team outside of this where we're like it's not we're not just in the gym every day. Like we're chilling. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Like hearing that you have Nas and um, fucking Bazooka here, yeah, that blew my mind. Like yeah, I'm like, oh for real? Like you just let them stay here? Like that's awesome, yeah. dude. No, we, you know, like-minded people. Yeah. All you know, I lived with Aljo for a lot, a lot, many years. You lived with him too? Yeah, yeah. He's my for real for a long time. When Seaford, when did yeah. you guys live Probably together? Probably up until about. Maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Maybe oh know, shit, time's, time's really weird right now. I can't. Yeah, th- it seems like a year kind of like it kind of flew by, but it yeah. kind of. I feel like I'm in a dream still. Yeah, like it doesn't count, but it also could be two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean? I have no sense yeah. of what the fuck's going on. So it could have been two years, and could have been like three years since I lived with Aljo. Um, yeah, lived with him. That's crazy. A bunch of the fighters all. What know, was that like? Oh, it was great, man. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, just we. I mean. We were in the. I was in the thick of it. I was mm-hmm. training. We. I fought. I fought like. Uh, I don't know. I remember one year I fought like five times in the calendar year. We were just holy shit training five training. times. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot, right before I had. I I got hurt my first knee. Uh, actually, no. This the, one of the knee surgeries right before it. I had a bunch of fights. Aljo the same thing. Aljo was like, um, might have been in, just gotten into the UFC wow. or was just. Uh, he had just moved over to our gym uh-huh. and just that whole process was just was wild we were just it was me Aljo um Pat DeFranco Pumi, oh shit Pumi was living with us for a while really Pumi must um, have been like what like 18 at that time yeah, then? cause like yep. no fucking like I, I that yep. kid he's, he seems so young even now yeah that's yeah. crazy. And Dennis and Dennis too lived there, so it was Dennis too. Yeah. Damn, there was like eight of you guys living. What the fuck was going on? How I big was the house? I think Bowman lived there too. I'm pretty sure Bowman. <laughs> Do you remember like, Johnny Bowman? No. 
He didn't make it. Maybe he didn't. He didn't make it, dude. I think he lived. I can't. He, just, he would just appear. Was, I guess. Yeah, he would just. <laughs> he, was he was just, just there. He was just there. They're like, are we gonna yeah, charge was, this dude rent? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> but I think he did. That's dude. Right, I don't even fighters. remember all the people you just listed. There was yeah, mad yeah. fucking people there. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a real fighter house. Or, yeah, man. It yeah? was. It was like. Uh, Uriah Faber, he was my coach on the Ultimate Fighter, uh-huh. and I got really close with him. And he would tell me that's that's what he did. He was just buying houses and renting it out to his, wow. his teammates and and uh, guys on the, guys that he knew from college and stuff. That's crazy. And it was like you just buy the house and then rent you know mm-hmm. rent it out, and you don't really have to worry about much. And if you pick the, choose the right people, you know that that's the yeah. that's the make a break right there. Yeah. And I was so fortunate to have to have the guys around me, and still have the guys around me that I do. That um, we all have the same goals, we mm-hmm. all have the same kind of uh, mentality in in life, and help each other out. So yeah, it works. Yeah. It works out really good. I you you actually I I heard of Uriah Faber has like his whole block is a fighter block apparently like everybody from the gym like ends up buying a house next to each other like yeah. I, I read that somewhere because like it's sacramento california that's not exactly an expensive part of california like yeah. that's like in the fucking boondocks have you been to yeah to sacramento yep, yep. i actually i stayed at his house uh, oh really on the block oh oh you were on the yeah, block yeah, oh yeah. shit what was that like uh i was a little bit after um i mean so I think one of his friends bought one of the houses from him, uh-huh. and then his parents were living in another one. So it was a little oh bit. Oh my god! I kind of just missed that. Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Period. But uh, but it, yeah, no, it was. I, I got that the. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was cool. He just just being around him, uh, and learning from him, kind of. I think I think I could have had anyone in the world be a coach mm-hmm. on the Ultimate Fighter, and I think. He was like, out of anyone it could have been, that was the best guy for me to have. Yeah. Because it really uh, opened me up to like a whole nother realm of, of, you know, I think most coaches would have been just like fighting, fighting, fighting. He mm-hmm. brought in people talking about mindset, people talking about business. Yeah. He had so many different uh, ways to make money and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So it, it opened my mind up to that and helped me out. A lot. They don't teach us that in school. So it's funny that, like, n- you have to find, like, mentors and stuff outside of school to teach you that type of shit. Like, you have to, like, kind of, I, I don't know, man. That's, that. you're so fortunate for that. You're right, man. Like, yeah. that that kind of who who's going to tell you that in the midst of fighting you know exactly. like who's going to be like yeah Yo, you kind of got to worry about your future too and like that's pretty cool that um like i've seen that formula that formula is so common among like uh sports is like buying a house and then renting it out to your boys and then like everyone's just on the same mission and like i would rather pay my friend then pay some fucking landlord that doesn't care about us or exactly, whatever. So exactly. like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That, so, what was like your best memory from going out there in Sac? Ah, uh, Master Tong. Who's that? You don't know Master Tong. What the fuck is Master? You don't know Master Tong. I don't know Master Tong oh, at all. Oh man, the old the old school MMA guys are looking at you shaking their heads right now. Master Tong was uh, Uriah Faber's Muay Thai coach, <laughs> straight from. Thailand. Uh-huh. I don't know how Uriah found him, but he <laughs> ended up from Thailand. Uh, English, not the best. <laughs> Doesn't have to be. And he was. He would. Uh, so there's a video on YouTube. You got. Yeah. You got to watch it eventually. It's him. He. He would. He caught a possum with his bare hands, and he was mm-hmm. like playing with it, like made. Yeah. It, oh, you're my pet now. Yeah. And he just made it his pet, and he would do this on the Ultimate Fighter. There was a pond. In the back, mm-hmm. and we see Master Tong. He's got like a stick, and he's like looking. He's looking. At, he was gonna eat the fish. He was trying to catch duck. I think he caught. He was catching animals. He was always just there, he, no fear. And you see it in this video on That's YouTube so when he's going after the possum. Everyone's like freaked out. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he just grabs the thing by its tail. It's looking. Oh my god, singing stuff. But that's just like him. He's Master he's just Tong. he's just a wild, wild, wild guy. He had uh, he. They would, uh, they would tell me not don't don't let him go to the casino because oh goes, dude that's me too goes to the casino <laughs> he just disappears for like a week a week <laughs> sure enough he was like Al you take me you drive me somewhere okay I was like uh all right I kind of knew yeah 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 I don't know Sacramento he's like yo this way that way he's not even GPSing oh, he yeah. doesn't have a GPS he just knows where the casino he's like he's like uh, hold on let me let me feel this out <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah and uh, uh, dropped him off there unfortunately he went missing for a couple of days but uh 
Yeah. <laughs> then he, he was, found his way back. Yeah, one, awesome. one, yeah, and he just appears like nothing. Like, oh, what's up? So where have you been the last couple of days? He did it while we were on the Ultimate Fighter, too. He oh, got, he did? Yeah, he got, he, he just, he was just holding pads every day. Uh-huh. And then one day he just we were like, "Where's Master Tom?" And they go, "I don't know." He's just got dude, water. that's he just funny. Fell into he was it. probably making bank, and he's like, "Dude, I need to double this shit up immediately." Uh, oh, like, all the money, yeah. All yeah, he's money. like, "I need to put it on black yeah, right yeah, now." Yeah, yeah. And then he probably wins a couple times and then loses yeah. everything. That's the that's how it goes. Like I don't have too many good experiences at casino. Like I have like a couple, yeah. but like I'm usually so blackout and I just wake up like <laughs> I'm like, "Where are the chips?" Like yeah, I better yeah. have chips in my pocket, yeah, you know. Nah. Uh, I try not to. I, I'm actually pretty good at that because I lose. I'll lose. You know, I, I'm not. There's very, very few people uh-huh. win at the casino. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm not one of them. Not like one, they're like the one percent. <laughs> yeah, their, yeah. Their brain, you know, their brain is like on that one. Fucking rain level. men. Yeah, like, I yeah. know where I'm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I know my. I know my. My uh, belonging is not yeah. in the casino. You're like I'm raging out, yeah, not like yeah. thinking out. I, <laughs> I'm not thinking out. Definitely, definitely. When it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm definitely not thinking out. <laughs> raging out gets you arrested or. Uh, or, or lose all your money in the casino. You don't, you don't end up with a bag of chips. At yeah. The <laughs> so, so what what actually gave you that name, Raging Al? Like, where's that from? It was on the Ultimate Fighter, I guess. Kind of like Raging Bull. Uh huh. And I kind of, I fought pretty. I was especially in sparring. I was sparring. I would spar pretty hard because I didn't. I didn't really like know these guys. You know. Oh yeah. So you kind of have to spar hard to protect yourself. I feel like, definitely. which is because like the times that I get hurt in jujitsu, like it's like I put my shield down. You know what I mean? Like I let like somebody fucking work, and then somebody spazzes out, wants to like hurt my knee or something like that. So like I I can understand why, especially like being a visitor or like being new to somebody yeah those guys you you can't you don't know if you could trust them yep. so that's cool that you were like you're like ah fuck it yeah like, yeah i definitely hard. spar hard and, yeah. and these guys were gonna be probably my opponents at some yeah point. yeah so i definitely wanted to leave a little leave like a little bad, bad yeah. taste in their mouth nice my name got called to fight them uh-huh. um so i'd spar i'd always spar hard and uh <sighs> and then one day we got so you fight in the beginning, I fought, and then I knew that I wasn't going to have a fight for another couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I just started drinking. No. And by myself. <laughs> Isn't that like, what Drago did, I was, too? I don't even... I don't. <laughs> yeah. They, they no make, Long Island they, fucking they, people. They make alcohol very... Uh, like accessible? Accessible. Oh, you no. Have a, you have a, a sheet, and you write... If you want food, you write down what you want. Yeah, yeah. The next day, they'll bring your food. Oh, that's cool. But with alcohol... They bring it immediately. They really? they want you to get oh, because the producers yeah. want you to get they wasted. Yeah, whoa, were the producers fucking with you guys at all, like antagonizing no, you, or they were just like no, it's like yeah. little little like shady things like that. Yeah, not, not even. I think that was even like the biggest thing. They would yeah. bring alcohol, but I, they uh, there was no cell phones, there was no books, there was no anything. It was just like no books, no books, the Bible. That's it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> For real like, though, the like Bible. a religious, you could have a, a whatever. Oh, that's, that's crazy. What what uh? How come though? They just wanted you guys to feel crazy or what? Yeah, they want you uh, kind of just pent up. Get uh, that's crazy. You know, that's when and that did it work? Craziness happens. I got pretty lucky. My season was. I think we were all there for the right reasons. There was uh-huh. no, usually on every episode, on every season, there would be that one guy. You yeah, know, like, like let me bang. It's like yeah, yeah. that guy. There's there's one of those guys like yeah. on every season. You know, he's probably not. A UFC caliber fighter, but, but yeah. he's there for the show and he's uh-huh. gonna stir things up. And who knows? Maybe he's good and maybe he's not. But we didn't really. I don't think we really had any any anyone like that. Um, we we had a good, pretty solid crew of guys. So uh, in in that case, I was pretty fortunate. Dude, that's crazy. But yeah, the the no cell phone thing that was that was tough. So th- would there be like camera guys everywhere? Uh, they you were mi- mic'd up all the time. You always uh-huh. had a microphone on. What and even if you're like shirtless or whatever? When yeah, you they would always you'd be always have to have the mic on. What? So they were yeah, in the, yeah. they were in the back listening, mm-hmm. and there were there were the surveillance cameras, 
and That's so they would kind of overview they'd see everything yeah. and then they'd it from the back yeah they'd, yeah they'd hear the conversations they'd see it on the uh -huh. surveillance and they go oh, you know there's action in round in room two oh and then the ca so if it, there would be no cameras and i'd be talking to somebody and if we started talking about you know oh you know this guy said this yeah yeah the cameras would come right in oh really yeah oh, oh so the guys was just like yeah, like, <laughs> like this drama like, yeah yeah <laughs> that's they, fucking crazy right in, yeah yeah, yeah I, I would i would say some shit just to get him to come in <laughs> we would do we would do some yeah. stuff like that we would do, there was one that was uh one um one of the producers was like a real animal activist kind of that's awesome and so we were we were bored as hell <laughs> yeah yeah of course we were trying to capture there was a rat we were trying to capture the rat and kill the rat yeah and we and, and she, she comes running out she was almost in tears if you guys do something to the rat i swear to god i'm gonna go there so then <laughs> so then she left <laughs> that's so funny and we do it we go oh the rat's there get it <laughs> she, she was Pissed. She was pissed. I'm gonna fucking funny. kill that rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta kill that rat that tonight. Was, yeah, we would do. We'd mess around like that. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. But, I would definitely uh, be doing that too, especially if they're trying to fuck with me. I would fuck with them. Yeah, back give us our it. phones back. We yeah, yeah. Kill yeah. The rat. Let me talk. <laughs> let me talk to my parents or something. That's so funny. Did anyone like? Were there any rules that you couldn't break that somebody broke? Uh, yeah. That well, that's how I got the the name, the Raging Owl name. Was you couldn't destroy. You couldn't destroy anything. Uh -huh. And you couldn't, they didn't want us, so you, with the mic on, uh -huh. gee, jumping in the pool is not a good idea. Did you get electrocuted? I didn't get electrocuted, but the mic definitely broke, uh. grounded out. So I did that. I did that a couple just times. Drunk, jumped in. They give me a new mic. Eventually, I ended <laughs> so up. It was just this one day, and they, the producers, end, they come and they find you. They find you. You know, like, oh, mm -hmm. you're fine. Two hundred bucks. You're fine. They find they, you. Yeah. So like, that's at the so end, gay. You get your, I know. It's the worst. What the hell? Yeah. And then, did you have like a bill at the end of it? Like, y'all, like, are we? Yeah, there was definitely deducted. <laughs> There's a deduction for for that, and I threw a. I just we were doing target practice with knives in the kitchen, and, and then it's, you get bored, man. We you get playing, so bored and darts with the knives. Dude, what are kitchen. you supposed to do? I completely understand. Yeah, it's their own fault. Yeah, they should plan crazy. for that. They should be like, all right, like. I think they do. It's like they're a little like, buffer. Yeah, they're like no breaking things. No, oh my god! You know they they want the two hundred dollar fine, but and I was I was pretty upset that they didn't make that. Like, that was probably the best. So I started drinking, and then <laughs> by myself. I didn't even. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm a couple, couple deep. We're outside. I'm like jumping in the pool, floating around uh -huh. like an idiot. And they're like, "Bro, what do you? Why are you drinking? You never drink soda. Why are you drinking soda? I was drinking Jack and Coke mm -hmm. or whatever it was. I was like, and then Mike Kiesa started drinking. Oh Sam, shit! Sam Cecilia started drinking, uh -huh. and then we all just everyone. So you started every, the wave. Everybody that didn't have a fight coming up, like in the next couple. Oh weeks, my god! Yeah, you guys are started, chilling, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was it was oh, fun. So it was funny. in a big house. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, it pretty, becomes like a fun experience. Uh, it was it was definitely a super fun experience. Um, definitely sh stressful at times, and and yeah, you know. But if you want to be a if you that's what at the time that's all I cared about. I didn't yeah. care about really anything else. I just wanted to be in the UFC. That's and awesome. Yeah, be a good fighter, great fighter, champion, um, and I was surrounded by the best guys. Yeah, I had the best coaches. Uriah Faber brought his whole team out. Was training with us every day. Oh, that's wild. So it was like I, these guys were talking. Oh, I, you know, I can't. I'm, I miss my girlfriend. I miss my yeah. parents. I mm -hmm. miss my brother, my sister. And I was just like, they were like, oh, you never really talk about any, like, do you have, like, what's up? Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't even, like, you guys, I ended up becoming friends with a lot of them, but in the beginning, I was just kind of like very to myself and I was just very focused. I yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't open up to anybody mm -hmm. about anything. You know, yeah. a lot of these guys, they were like, they were like crying already, like, like just dude, fucking yeah. like, like a, a circle yeah, jerk, like, yeah, like therapy yeah, session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, whatever you got to do. But that was not that's not me. Yeah, yeah, know? I got it. And uh, yeah, so I mean, it was it was uh, it was just a great great experience, and it got me to got me to the UFC. So mm -hmm. and and it's all documented, you know. I'm that's not, so nuts. I'm not good at documenting stuff, so like I'll, I'll go back and I'll watch it sometimes. I'll be bored. Oh, uh, that's like, awesome. And I, I yeah, you know, that's like nostalgic, like, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's cool. It's cool. It so is this, dude. This is going to be like, this is a moment in time right now. Like, I think about like, like how crazy the world has been lately. And I don't know if it's just because we have social media that makes it seem so much crazier. But like, I think about like, 
how crazy the moments we're living in now are. Like, I'm trying to document this type of stuff. Like, this isn't just like a podcast. It's sort of like a journal, too. Because, like, I'm at a certain point in time. Like, this is a crazy point in time for me, too. I'm coming over to your house for the first time. I'm able to see, like, what this sport has given you. And, like, dude, like having you as a teammate like it makes it real for me like you know what i mean like you're such a huge inspiration for me to like achieve the next level like i see it's there you're a hometown hero like i said like dude like born and raised over here fighting out of here fucking your team is out here and like just hearing how you're supporting like those are my boys dude like i got a lot of love for dennis and nas and like just hearing how you're taking care of them too and like being such a good teammate dude you're a huge inspiration and, and like it's awesome to see this shit like, ah, dude i appreciate it. it's it's that's life man i think that's everything in life is you just got to surround yourself with the right people yeah and and check yourself when you're not you know it's, it it you can just kind of and it happens to everybody you know you, you find yourself probably in, in high school kind of mm-hmm. you know doing a little too much of this too much of that but finding finding good people staying staying on the on the on kind of like the straight and narrow path and, yeah and if you're around the right people you can have fun because everyone's got to have fun but if you're having if you get a little too crazy they yeah. kind of put you in check and yes and yeah you really exactly. want to just uh you know just set a goal and and stay with people that have the same kind of goals because mm-hmm. that's uh that's when i that's what when, when i saw matt and ray um that that's one thing that stuck out. It's like you want to be around. You can go to any gym. Yeah. But if you want to be in the UFC and you want to be a world champion, you want to be with the UFC coach, trainer, mm-hmm. and a former world champion. Yeah. So that is that what made you like? How did you end up being at Sarah Longo? I was training. There was a military, uh, an affiliate gym. It was called Thai Sport. It was mm-hmm. like a Muay Thai gym. They had yeah. a jiu-jitsu coach that would come two days a week. Uh-huh. But it was basically Muay Thai gym. How old were you at, like, this time? Uh, I was, I was like, I was just, I had, I wrestled one year in college. And then, um, I, I was always into, fi- I, one of my friends, we went to UFC 53 in Atlantic <laughs> City. Years. Matt, oh, cool. Matt fought on the card. Against who? Uh, Caro Parisian. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sick fight. Yeah. And, uh, um, Matt, I didn't even you know didn't have a, a, this guy from Long Island. I thought yeah. it was cool, but I didn't really you know I was like I didn't. You didn't put two and two like that. I, he I was, was close. Like, yeah, I mean I knew, but I was I was still just focused on wrestling. Oh, okay. Kind of still like a little. Um, to me, it was like. I was like a wrestler, you know. What I yeah, mean? yeah. Like jiu-jitsu, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's kinda, the, eh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can understand that. You know, hundred I mean? <laughs> percent. Yeah, so yeah. I just didn't appreciate. Uh huh. But when I when I saw in that fight, um, when he fought Cairo, he got put. Cairo put him in an armbar. He was Matt yeah. got a little. Matt almost finished him in the first round. Yeah. And then he kind of like slowed down, I guess, because he he exerted some. And he to, he talks about it a lot about that was like the first time he got tired in a fight. Wow. Kind of changed his. Yeah, he seems like stuff. a fucking gas tank. Like when he was younger, he looks like a fucking specimen. Yeah. Like here's this guy like. All of five five fighting people who are like six foot, like everyone's towering over him, yeah. and he's just outgassing yeah, them, yeah, like yeah. out out wrestling. I don't know, it was fucking crazy. So that was his first time he got tired. That I, from, I mean, I think he, yeah, he kind of, yeah. he kind of gassed out a little bit from what he says, and Cairo uh, put him in an armbar. Uh-huh. At the time, I didn't really know. I knew what like an armbar was, but I didn't know the nuances of jujitsu. Yeah. But he did the hitchhiker escape, and he got yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the crowd went crazy, uh-huh. and I just saw it, and I was like, that he did that, and he he must have practiced that millions of uh-huh. times to be able to do that, especially live in, in a live situation yeah. in front of all these people. And it, th- that moment really stuck out to me. And then there was a couple other Rich Franklin fought that night, and I remember. I think I've heard. Yeah, I've heard of Rich Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was uh. He was a world world champion, middleweight world champion for a uh-huh. while. He, he lost his title to Anderson Silva, um, but he fought Evan Tanner that night. Um, and I just remember seeing the punches live, and I'd never seen anything like that. I was mm-hmm. like, I've seen it on TV, but to see the hand, like I, my mind couldn't catch up with what he was throwing. Like the oh really? You know I mean, it was like, too fast. It was so or, fa- It was like oh, the first time shit. I'm seeing like a real striker like uh-huh. throw punches oh, that's like, with awesome. bad intentions, uh-huh. and, and I was like, that's just some other level stuff, and. The crowd was crazy, and I was like, "I'm doing this one day." I was like, "Wow!" I was wired. I didn't sleep. Yeah. I was like, "I'm doing it. That's I gotta awesome. do it." But um, but then I ended up at a, at a gym. Marcel was at. I know Marcel. Marcel yeah, yeah, yeah. was at um, this Thai sport gym, 
and I ended up becoming I was friends with Marcel and he said when wrestling's over come down I went down wow. yeah I went down he was already training there he had a like an amateur smoker fight at, out of that gym a smoker yeah dude yeah, that's yeah. wild yeah. I would have never pegged Marcel yeah, for like a yeah. fucking Try, I think he won a triangle choke he choked the guy what the triangle fuck? choke yeah yeah Yo, I, it was like a, it was like crazy. a shoot, fi- shoot fighting rules like I think open hand uh-huh. kicks oh kick shit downs and stuff yeah it was pretty <laughs> it was crazy. pretty cool man yeah chill man. Marcel like, yeah He's got he's got an, a fucking a store a he State Farm State Farm sponsors. <laughs> he was a killer back yeah, in the day. man. Shout out Marcel. Shout out Astoria shout State out. Farm. Like yes, that's crazy. I need one of those rash guards. I saw someone was wearing the Marcel. The Marcel yeah, yeah, I need yeah. one of those. The state, cool. Imagine Bro. like you break someone's leg and you're like, yo, chill. You need insurance. <laughs> like I, my oh, boy will hook do you, you up. Yeah. Do you need health insurance? Do you need health insurance? I'm sure you do. Like you let's not kid do. ourselves. You don't have it now. You're in trouble. Look bro. at your leg right now. That's crazy. I need one of those. Too. Marcel, hook us up. Yeah, bro, come on. Um, but yeah, so he brought you in, and then you you went to, to Sarah's. I was training there. I had a bunch of amateur fights there. How and many? And uh, I had f- I had like I had fourteen a- MMA amateur oh, fights. Shit. And then it was a little different back then. The rules were different. There was no ground and pound. It was like uh, it was like striking. It was like mm-hmm. kickboxing on the feet. And then once you got to the ground, there was no head strikes. It was just kind of like a grappling. Okay. Strike to the body, but. Okay. So I was, and I was more of a wrestler. So I was taking guys down, especially back then. I was just taking guys down and when I won a bunch of decisions, mm-hmm. but I was healthy. I was fine. Like every, every yeah. month, every couple, every two times That's a month. Even. What? Yeah. I had a lot. And then I had a bunch of uh, kickboxing fights. So like, you feel like you were able to like run through people back in the day. Like you're saying you were, if you're able to fight two times in a month, I'd imagine like you're not taking any damage, you're controlling the fight and yeah. like, wow, you must have had some like great experiences yeah, during your yeah. amateur fucking fights. Definitely. I've, I've been so curious to like fight and see what it's like. Cause like I've, I've sparred, I've, I've sparred a, a bit. Like I, I've, I've had some fun at law. Like now the times are weird. So like, yeah. I don't know how I would even get back into like MMA and stuff like that. But like, it's it always looked like especially at the amateur level it looks like so much fun dude like you're all pad like it looks like it's a fucking fun game sometimes like you're all padded up like okay oh you're gonna take me down all right let's do jujitsu with gloves on like that's fine with me like it doesn't seem like as scary as or like as crazy as like a fucking pro fight where you got like knees coming at your brain everything yeah like like amateur fights like that looks like a fun i want to let your guard down though i wouldn't i wouldn't i've seen some guys get uh get hurt even in those yeah, you know what I mean, and the thing with see, it's still fighting. It's yeah. still fi- I respect that it's still fighting, but it w- all, all I'm saying is like it seems like like you, you're saying you had a great uh, amateur fighting experience. I feel like that would be like a great boon to my life to like be able to experience that. Like whether or not I get my fucking ass kicked is just like at least I went out and like tested myself. Like I love competing. Like that's a part of me that I know. Like something that I found very uh, like recently. Like, in combat sports, like, I've only been doing this, like, five years now. So, like, I didn't know I liked being, like, That's this That's crazy. Physical. You've only been training for five years. Yeah. Yeah. I've only <laughs> been training. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. But, yeah, I've only been training for five years. And, um... I've been trying, like, like, I see, like, oh, like, I'm good at this. Maybe I should just, I don't know. Like, it looks, all my boys are doing it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. As, as stupid, like, as that sounds or whatever, like, don't jump off a bridge if all you, like, I'm surrounded by people who are, like, some of the best in the world. Like, it would be a shame to not, like, mold myself into, like, even a better training partner for you guys. I would love that, to, like, be able to do sparring rounds with my boys. Like, that that, seems, that sounds like a dream to me, dude. Yeah, so, like, yeah. The more I'm even talking about it now, the you more I'm getting amped worked up. up. Yeah, yeah, dude, like, dude, I want to fucking that's, throw That's what ass. it's all about. That's what yeah. you know. There's some people that just, that doesn't get them going at all. Yeah. You, know, you could yeah, talk about that yeah. all day and it doesn't. Wow, you're There's right. something, I don't know what it is, you, you know, whether it's you're just like born with that or whether you're you know whether you pick it up along i'm sure there's a bunch of different mm-hmm. uh, ther- uh, uh shrink could have their theories about how you know that gets inside of somebody uh-huh. but it's definitely there in some people and and yeah you gotta it's it's almost like once you once you get that taste of it it's that's there's gotta, nothing else yeah there's nothing else in the world like I, i'll uh aljo talked about what it was like to like walk out there um just like in his fights and I, I think I think uh I, I don't know who said it, but somebody said like there's nothing like going out there for like a championship fight like is a different type of energy. 
like championship fights are like title fights are supposed to be like you didn't even know you can't fathom the level of like whatever it is you're feeling like until you go through it like that's the type of shit i'm looking for in my life you know what i mean like that level of like i don't want to live like this i see people just like living this normal like i don't know like i i can't do that like i want to do the risks i want to risk it all like i want to put everything on the line to get like high risk high reward you know what i mean i know exactly yeah yeah you know what i mean fuck man it's a hundred percent that's what it's uh it it feeds you it feeds you you're you're you're, nothing motivates you more especially you know with you with jujitsu and and eventually mma (laughs) you're already putting me in the (laughs) you're like you have to to go come on but uh but yeah just to to there's nothing worse like look if you're doing a if you're doing something and um and no, you know, in jujitsu and MMA, really, the, you know, the title fights, like you mm-hmm. said, you're going to work every day to work on that craft, to to really focus on that specific moment. And when mm-hmm. you get in there, everybody oh, is man. watching you. So, and and you've set the goals for yourself. It's like it all comes down to that one moment. There's nothing. I mean, there's nothing for for me really. You can work, you can have a good work ethic, but there's nothing that's gonna push you to really work hard than an ass kicking in front of everybody. Yeah, and wow. Also losing your goal, like you know, if your goal is to win, to mm-hmm. you know lose, if you you're not, you're not gonna reach that goal, every single thing comes down to that second. Yeah. It's like even for even in fights and in jujitsu matches, it's like that's the your life is almost like. You don't think about life past that. It's yeah, like, yeah, like, you're my right. Entire life mm-hmm. is is all about that, like and that moment. Yeah, and I, I don't think people, a lot of people can uh, can um, like really associate with that feeling of like yeah. every single second you wake up to the to the second you go to sleep is dedicated to your goal of that date. You have that date set in your mind. Yeah, yeah, and it all comes down to that, dude. That's like a different like like level of like existing because like people like you can like these seconds can just pass by but like when you're fighting or like when you're doing something like that like every second matters and like you're so present you're so focused like that sort of like um they talk about like being present in the moment like you can't buy that sort of like feeling and like you're so keyed in you're so in the fucking zone dude like hearing about that like it just I'm getting chills dude like this is why I do this shit so that I can like like it it's crazy looking into that for a second through like your eyes like dude like so you fought Khabib that was wasn't that for the title fight like Uh, it was like uh, kind of you dude I actually saw the presser and and Dana's like Dana's like yeah uh Al came in at 155.2 with his underwear on and the commission weighed his underwear and it was 0.2 pounds and everyone's going <laughs> fucking nuts so I don't know was that was that did that actually happen yeah, was yeah. That, yeah oh yeah that's when I knew I had the fight wow because they didn't know there was a bunch of 55ers a bunch of um people in that weight class that yeah. were on the same card and uh everyone was like oh who's gonna you know Who's gonna Anthony take it? Pettis is yeah. gonna be Kiesa. Then he got the glass. He got cut on the bus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I re- Yo, so okay, so can we? What happened on the bus, dude? Like uh, you? That was crazy. Yeah, that was. Uh, I thought we. Were, you go downstairs on the bus, right? You go down like to a the, down the to, ramp so or you, whatever. Well, so you in, it's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So Brooklyn, it's all tight. So you go yeah. into an elevator, and there's an elevator. The bus goes in. Oh shit! Drives onto an elevator. Uh huh. And then the elevator goes down. What are the things that spin? The freaking like uh, on the kitchen table. What are those things? Uh, you know, uh Like you put you fuck. spin it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like okay. that. So you pull the van on, and and then and it, it goes, goes down, down and, and then it, it like spins. spins, and then you go out. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's some James Bond sick. shit. Yeah, it really what the is. Fuck? So we were pulling back. <laughs> You're in the in. back cave now. Yeah, okay. we were, it was exactly what it was like. You you'd go down, and now we're on in the you know in the in the the basement of the Barclays Center. It's oh, that's dope. crazy. Um, and we, we had just started pulling back in. The press yeah. conference was done. Uh-huh. I squared up with Felder. I was supposed to fight Felder that night. Uh-huh. 
and the bus starts pulling back and we just hear banging on the bus so i was like fans too aggressive you're like are these terrorists yeah so, yeah, I, yeah so I, then i thought they were running somebody over i thought oh the bus shit. Just started pulling yeah, over, yeah, so yeah. i think they're like stop you're yeah, yeah, yeah. killing somebody and then glass starts shattering. No. Yeah, so I was so like, wait, wait, like, like you don't even yo. know what's going. Like you're sitting there, and yeah. then you just hear banging, and yeah. then glass comes out. Yeah, of- you hear banging, and then uh-huh. it like freaking aggresses. People yelling, everyone's like, "What the hell's going on?" The bus is Rose Nama Yunus screaming, like, like yeah, he's crazy. And then <laughs> this freaking glass comes flying through an explosion of uh-huh. glass. And people are yelling, "What's going on? It's crazy!" One of the one of the guys that works for the U- that used to work for the UFC, he got into that position when the plane. No, was- what a fucking herb, dude. He's like, <laughs> bro, I don't know. He's like, save me, bro. I gotta be honest with you. You were sick it too. Was, I was like, I was like, yo, is this it? Is this? It? I was like, is this it? I'm not even kidding. Did the terrorists yeah. get me? Yeah. Justin, Justin, the kid was sitting right next to me. He oh, was, Justin, Justin was in there on the bus, and he was just like. Who's just like, oh, he's clueless. He's, dude. he's like, like, he thought it was like a ride at Disneyland or something. He was like, oh, I'm on the. Like, the Connor, oh, this is crazy. Look, <laughs> kind of comes running around the other side, and then I was like, oh, oh, you're like, oh, thank I God, like, thank God, yeah, because that's that when you started so taking the video, guys. then, right? I took the video. I pulled my phone out. I started taking a video, and I was like, holy shit. That, so is- you, what you saw him like. It, I don't know. Did he throw a bunch of dollies or just one dolly? So he threw the first one. It was in the in the front of the bus on the other side. We were in the back right. Uh-huh. It was in the front left that mm-hmm. it came through. So we didn't see that. So we didn't know what the hell was yeah, going yeah. on. And then people started yelling, oh, it's Connor. It's Connor as uh-huh. he's running around to the other side. And then he started picking something up. And he was, <laughs> was going to throw that too. But one of the security guards stopped him, grabbed him. And... Uh, and then and then he ran up and he was yelling at Khabib like right there. I was sitting yeah, right yeah. in front of Khabib and they were yelling at each other. And it was it all happened so fast. It was so crazy. That's all, I, all I could do is just I was like I gotta get this. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. My phone. I I had I uh, started recording and stuff. That's uh, mad, buddy, dude. Yeah, dude. He I he had like twenty guys. And they were all freaking. They were just wired. They were just crazy. They were probably all fucking yacked out of their uh, mind. A hundred percent, they were yacked yeah, out of their like, mind. Hey, we're going to fucking New York. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to New York. <laughs> yo, that's so funny. He's like, yo, you should do that, Connor. Like, you should a hundred percent. I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna I'm do gonna it. Fuck he's him like, up. Give me another bump. I don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm gonna throw this. I don't give a fuck. I, you know, like, wh- who are you surrounding? So, like, you were talking about like the people you surround yourself with. I think the fight game is really cool. Where like you have to come up with your boys like the people you trust the the, the your sparring partners and those motherfuckers will keep you humble if they're good people yeah. and and if you don't get let yourself get out of control like hopefully you keep these people around who like helped you get to where you are and 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 help you maintain but like i feel like somebody like connor who's been like literally like rocketed into space like his celebrity uh, transcends the UFC much like Ronda Rousey so like that kind of guy like m- like it attracts like fucked up people to your life like you see Connor at a certain point he's just yacked out of his mind yeah. like you know like there's no way like he's talking about oh I gotta be a good a good father to my son like dude like you like you it's everywhere in the news that you cheated on your wife or whatever with some crack whore and then like it's everywhere in the news like you did that you were unable to control yourself like uh, uh and you threw the shit to the bus like yeah, you're yeah. fucking up like left and right and shit like that. I don't know dude like that guy it just seems like he he doesn't have like he doesn't have the right people around him and his coach is always saying like oh now he's now he's dialed in like you should yeah. have been dialed in the whole fucking time yeah. you know what i mean like you're what's up with you like i don't know yeah it's i don't know man i mean you get that much money you get that much power if it's it it's pretty uh you know m- money and and that can that can kind of keep you keep you on your level you know what i mean you get it you get too much money yeah you're like a crazy person yeah yeah there's no one bring up the no more one, crazy yeah there's no yeah. one stopping you it's gonna it's gonna uh kind of just elevate that so yeah. i mean it's a it's that's a hard thing to deal with just really having no he he made money uh, that was that was a money maker for him throwing that thing through the bus and i guess yeah the day, i guess it, it increased his celebrity that thing was more. on you know he was in the he was 
uh, he was everywhere. He was on the news in, in handcuffs and apologizing. It was like, yeah. oh, that's that's some Mike Tyson shit. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's like yeah. some that and, that's the notorious. And now he's right like he's talking shit about you. Did you like what? What was that like when you heard that? Like he said that he wants to fight you. Or I was whatever? confused. I was like, I, someone someone tweeted that. Oh, you're gonna take the the red panty night or something or you uh-huh. know, and I was like what the hell and then someone sent me the video shortly after that I was like dude I haven't fought in like a year and a half what yeah, the yeah. hell could he possibly be and I, I guess Ariel just brought my name up and, well cause uh, you yo dude this like yo you're so fucking funny when you're like talking shit about other fighters it's so fu- like it's just na- it comes out naturally it's not corny like it's just fucking funny like when you slammed Kevin Lee you're like in his bag like what the fuck are you talking yeah. dude I was <laughs> dude I would say that to all my friends that shit was mad funny but like this time you slammed fucking Dustin. You're like, yo, Dustin. Like, you already fucking lost. Like, you're, like, you're, you're excited to, you're happy to fight him. Like, what's good with you, Dustin? And then like, you were like, that's so fucking cringe. And dude, I, lo- I lost it when you said that. So, I think that's like he brought it up because you slammed Dustin. Yeah. And um, and he was like, Connor, like, why are you doing this? Like, I, I don't know. Like, and then he, and then Connor like associate. He was like, oh yeah, why are you doing this with? Dustin, uh, I heard Al say this about Dustin, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like he heard about you or something." Yeah, so. yeah he's just, I guess he heard, maybe heard the interview. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think, I uh, think that's why you came up. Yeah, yeah, Dustin with the with the, I don't know. I think he's in trouble again in this one. Yeah, what do you think about this fight? I think, I think, uh, I think Connor's just got like that. He's got. I mean, Dustin obviously can always win, but I think if it comes down to like the mental any the any mental type edge. of mental battle uh-huh. is going to be won by Connor I think I even just I listen to interviews and you can kind of just see where somebody's at yeah yeah for sure and um there was one interview where uh, I, I forget what Ariel asked him I think it was maybe Ariel asked him and he was he said you know why do you want this fight yeah he was like well you know Connor's Connor and there's going to be a lot of eyes on it and Oh, it was the boxing when they were talking about doing the boxing. It was like mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's for real. When when he said something, his management called me and they wanted to do the fight mm-hmm. and this and that, and uh, and nowhere in the answer was he ever like the guy knocked called me a pee head and knocked me out. Like I want to fucking yeah like, yeah I yeah. want to revenge on that. Yeah yeah. You know what I mean? That's he wasn't I, like mad. He was yeah. like he was like happy to be in the yeah. Wow, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just see that like that's like your big brother. You know, that's like, that's something that I feel like fighters will pick up on as opposed to like a regular person, like a regular civilian. Yeah, like yeah. like you gotta. I see that. Like, yeah, you kind of got to be pissed off against the person. You're gonna, what the fuck are you so happy for yeah, right now? Yeah, like, this guy's happy. talking shit about you, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll fucking blow him in Abu Dhabi or whatever yeah, the fuck. Just like, happy yeah, to, yeah. happy I to feel be you. there. It's uh, so I think that that you know Dustin's tough. He's very. He tough. is a very tough person, he's, dude. Like, but, uh, like uh, sh- short of this fight and like how he's been interviewing for this fight or whatever like i hear i listen to him i've listened to him on like theo vaughn and stuff like that and like his mindset and like the stuff he's gone through it's it it really like you know they call him the diamond dustin diamond poirier or whatever like yeah he seems pretty pretty fucking tough but it kind of seems like connor's in his head yeah like connor's in his head without even fucking like i there's so much um behind him that i could see why uh, someone would be like flustered or whatever to to go in up against somebody like that. Yeah, like, that much momentum. But yeah. uh, you got to learn how to deal with like that's championship. Like you got to learn how to deal with that. I I think like whatever you got to do to work yourself up for that fight. Like I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's I mean I don't know I, what his mindset is in the last. Uh-huh. I mean he's his just it seems weird with this one. Yeah, it definitely seems weird. It seems like anything Connor says. Dustin's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. We should do it. You know, <laughs> like, like, anything, anything. Like, yes, boss. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna build a. He's kind of said something about building a gym. We'll build a gym in your hometown for like, for like uh, your charity or whatever it is. It's like, dude, what the? F- like, I'm gonna beat your ass and then build my own freaking. Yeah, don't worry about what the. F- yeah, don't worry about my guys. <laughs> you keep yourself in Ireland and That's figure it out. <laughs> but he was just like, oh yeah, we're gonna do it. It's like we're doing this together. We're gonna build. T-. And look, if your goal in life is to, um, I guess build charity. You know, if you want to just be mm-hmm. a charitable guy and just fight Connor for charity, 
that's cool but I don't know I would just be especially if the way that la- the last fight went down yeah I think that there that that's a big tell of where everyone's heads at in this yeah one. yeah I think yeah. Connor kind of did Connor he he kind of uh he's um he knows that too he's yeah he's, he's like oh it's we'll kind of like this. an easy fight to pick kind of but then also it's like i mean dustin's been ripping through some people yeah. so like i don't know i don't know i don't know it's, yeah, it's kind of yeah, crazy it's gonna yeah. be a sick it's gonna be a yeah, sick I can't wait to watch it build up and like the, the couple minutes before the fight you yeah know, yeah it's yeah. done you know oh it's my ready God. to go i can't wait yeah yeah it's what um i I'll, i have like a couple questions before we get out of here so hold go on i have it. them written down uh one second um, what's your relationship with like Dana White right now? And like, uh, like, do you talk to him at all? No, not really. What, I mean, what about when anybody... you start fighting and stuff? Like, do you talk to him or do you talk to like Sean Shelby or whatever? Yeah, more Sean Shelby and oh, okay. um, Hunter Campbell. Oh, yeah. so those are like the guys you talk to if you want to start like yeah getting yeah. fights or yeah, whatever. Been, yep. So what's like the future hold for you now? What do you what do you like? What are your goals right now? What, what what's your next fight like? I'm hoping I'm hoping like April. April. Know, I'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had a surgery in August. Uh huh. Had a bunch of knee surgeries, so I yeah. just, I got to go in there healthy. I can't go in there. Yeah. You know, anything, of course. Anything less than a hundred. So I'm just I'm just working, just trying to get healthy. Uh, and and I got getting some injections, you know, just trying to, make, yeah. you know, figure it out. I wanted to fight in January, but things take a little longer sometimes, especially after the bunch of surgeries. So yeah, I feel you. Just trying to, hopefully April, April's, April's like been my month. I had a bunch of good fights always, always <laughs> in April. That's what's so, up. So, um, good things happen in April and, uh, and we'll see. All right, cool. Um, all right. Uh, oh, um. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> I was like, I asked all this shit like during the fucking. Yeah, bro. Was good. Oh, let me awesome. let me think if there's anything else. Oh, uh, here's here's a good question. I always ask this to like any of my like bigger guests or whatever. But like, if you could go uh, back in time to like your like like you just start MMA, right? Like or, or like like your am like you're just starting your amateur career. Like, what would you tell yourself? What, what would be like a good piece of advice you tell yourself? Specifically, uh, like for right now, specifically for like combat sports and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah. like frame it in a combat sports. I would say in 2020, there's going to be this thing called COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and invest, invest in, in Bitcoin. Invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I see that like that question always kind of throws me off. Yeah. Because it's like the kind of like the butterfly effect where if you tell them some, yeah, something yeah. here, maybe it would. You know, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't 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 work out because I think it's it's worked out pretty good everything so That's far. Cool. So I think just um, yeah, like I I'd almost want to be like uh, take it easy and and maybe rest a little bit more, tr- mm-hmm. train hard but a little bit smarter. But yeah. I don't know. I think I'm. I think it really might have. You know, it, it all worked out. It yeah. Like I I probably overtrained, but I. I think that personally I needed to, you know, I just needed that mentally going into fights to really just be like, you know, I don't care. I freaking killed myself in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So when when it's, it's such a confidence booster and you go in there, you know, if you have a bad first round, it's in the gas tank around two and three. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe if I took an extra couple of days off, be a little doubtful of my cardio Uh or something. So I, I mean, maybe something about, just like health health uh taking care of injuries more maybe uh-huh. putting some money towards like a physical therapist more more than i was even yeah so i'd only go to a physical therapist if i was hurt oh so now go like maybe, all the time maybe pre- more preventative stuff mm-hmm. stretching stretching more but then it might take away from something else so i'd be yeah. like probably just be like just go dude yeah you're, you're, you're doing great you're, you're, you'll do right. great dude yeah what yeah. about like how about in life like same thing like yeah like you're fine dude like i, I was asking that in a combat like frame state of mind but now like for a life like if you could go back in time and like tell yourself like a piece of advice for like a younger al yeah you think you think just you're all right like you're i mean definitely i think uh i the 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 book Rich Dad Poor Dad I read that oh I read that when I was a kid too yeah. well I, I my mom just shoved it in my face and she's like you gotta read this I, I, I'm i like okay I yeah. read it a little late I was maybe like 19 20 mm-hmm. when uh, when I read it and um, it just my parents were both teachers 
Oh, oh that's so, crazy. Yeah, dude, I'm like that's the freaking, like, I'm like <laughs> Kiyosaki, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I literally am freaking, I mean, uh, the the parallels in so much, I mean, it sounds like his father had, had like a little bit of a tough time with finances and stuff. My mm-hmm. dad, he definitely was like worked hard and saved and he's yeah. super happy with his life, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it was always like go to school, get a job with benefits, yeah. that kind of thing yeah. with me because they're both educators and, and stuff. So um, when I read that book, I, school was just not for me. I was just, I'd struggle so hard. I'd, yeah. tr- I'd work so hard to get, but I just, that, I, whether it, whether I knew it wasn't for me and yeah. I just disregarded it or whether it just my brain doesn't work in school settings, yeah. I don't know. But um, then I read that book and it was like, just opened me up. I never was exposed to that kind of like a business mm-hmm. mindset, investing in, in investing in yourself, investing yeah. in, uh, you know, passive income, stuff that stuff that's gonna, uh, you know, kind of like um, be for your retirement and, mm-hmm. and, and just, uh, be, having more time wealth having the things you want if that's what you want my my, my parents are super happy that, that they they I don't think they would change a thing with anything so yeah. that, that was if, if I ever wrote a book it would be rich dad rich dad there's freaking <laughs> my dad is the richest guy in the world and he did it the poor dad way you know what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah but if you want it this way this is there's also you know there's two different paths if you do it right you can be super happy and and successful mm-hmm. like doing that job benefits yeah you know what i mean it's a, it's kind of like more of a, like a simple life a lot less stress mm-hmm. um, a lot less stress. super super yeah. stressful to kind of put put your money in in uh in, in something that you might, you know, you got to work, you got to putting, it, it sounds great. Buy this house, rent it out and mm-hmm. it's all good. But then things start breaking down. You, you know, you need, uh, the, the heat went out at the house. You mm-hmm. got to go fix the heat. You got a fight coming up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not as easy as, as, but, but you learn and, uh, you know, you get, get somebody to manage that, the property. And, yeah. It's just like a, it's, I guess it's like anything else. You just, it's a learning curve, but yeah. in, in the end of the day, it can be so, uh, so beneficial. So rewarding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, um, seeing what, what Robert Kiyosaki's done, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's incredibly, uh, through, through, you know, his rich dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, teaching him really just how to invest and, uh, and, and, how to make money work for him and, mm-hmm. and now he's turned it into more speaking and yeah. and motivational stuff so I mean there's definitely there's, there's so many ways to do it and mm-hmm. I think he's an inspiration to so many people so I would have I would have if I could go back I would have like yeah. read that when I was like maybe like a freshman in high school wow this and, is like the first book recommendation we've ever given <laughs> on fucking Fortsters <laughs> I read it all the time I read yeah. I'm not a good you know, I don't read and, and uh, a lot of the self help books they can get um kind of boring and monotonous yeah. but uh that one's definitely one that i go back it's an easy read yeah I'll yeah, read yeah. It. i'll read it all the time just like i mean i've never read it i don't think i've read a book other than that <laughs> <laughs> and i've read that like front thinking to, out like front front to back <laughs> yeah i read that one i've read that one like three or four times that's awesome every man. couple of years i like go back and i read it so yeah dude i, I think, think i think like hopefully like the younger fighters and stuff stuck to the end of this podcast but i think that's a huge like that's gonna add a lot of value to people's lives because i remember reading that and it did change like i was young i was i I was too young to like invest and stuff like that but i i saw that mindset very early and it like oh you're right it is an easy read i was young when i read it and i was like yo this is like this is all this is so eye-opening so and look look at how this turned out dude like not for nothing like I walk in here. This is a beautiful fucking house. You, you, you like, it looks like you live a beautiful life. Like you're able to give back to your boys and you're able to provide for yourself and like your family's good. Like everyone's good. Like this is great. Like this is so inspiring, man. Like I, yes, I will try to aspire to be like this too. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I dude. Thank you. No, thank you, man. So oh, thank you. we're going to wrap it up and, um, Thanks for coming on the podcast, dude. Thanks for having me. Sick. Take care. Peace. That was awesome. Awesome, bro. Really good.